time now for History Matters. Taking a look back at this week in history with the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, who joins us today, May 5th, the day after Star Wars Day. And i got to mention <laughs> that because I forgot to mention May the 4th be with you yesterday. But that's okay because today is the revenge of the 5th. So. Oh, that is, for people who know those movies, that's a great pun. And, <laughs> <laughs> and for everyone else, we're sorry. That's right. Well, you know, uh, history happens in all kinds of moments, including those moments when we see films that change our life and we go, oh, give, gives us a different perspective on things. So I think that's totally appropriate to raise them, and it's just great fun to have a, a point of contact talking about things. But who would have thought we would be talking about Star Wars and the Empire, and then we have the situation in Ukraine and Russia. I mean, that, that there are parallels here that <laughs> you keep rooting for the, the scruffy underdogs uh, in any case, and certainly a peaceful democracy uh, that exemplifies all the values that we hold as well and that we went to war with a couple hundred years ago. There's a particular soft spot I think Americans have uh, about that. So that's uh, kind of an important thing we need to know. And also because this is the week of uh, May 3rd, um, is when the United Nations declared World Press Day. And, you know, I can't help but think of how... I was just watching you <laughs> go from Star Wars to the thing that you were like, point by point by how point. Are <laughs> how are we going to get here? Well, because this is important. In other words, we would not have heard about this. And in uh, Russia, unfortunately, many citizens don't know about it. But, uh, the, you know, thank goodness that we do have uh, our world press uh, being there to share, and uh, even the, even though the scenes are horrible, but they we're all witnesses to his, history, and of course WCHL. Here's my little plug about how good you do your your journalism is so good, uh, not only in terms of breaking news, but also sports and keeping us uh, abreast of the cutting edge of uh, what's happening, not only locally but in the world. And I think that's really important, and that's part of what why we get so interested in history because we don't want to repeat it if we possibly can at least the bad points the bad points yeah, <laughs> yeah. the good points we can just do over and over again that's right it's like that's right <laughs> i've invented the light bulb yeah that's right. hey. really? <laughs> we don't have to go through a whole blackout and go through matches again until we say, oh yeah somebody else did this it's a great idea <laughs> well same when we confront uh, situations that we say oh this is horrible it's never happened well there are parallels that we can all look to, and we can also be inspired by people who uh, speak out and stand up for what's right, ordinary folks. And there was one late-breaking one, and, you know, every week uh, I go through and cull lots of items, international, national, local, and regional, mm -hmm. um, as you well know, because I always try to supply you with uh, so you much. You do a very good job. <laughs> Again, folks who, who are not being able to see this, like Scott always comes in with a very, like, <laughs> pamphlet length uh, list of this week in history items of which we yes. get to maybe 1%. So <laughs> that's like an iceberg, which is that's good right. because next year this week, we'll be able to talk about six new things. That's, that's exactly yeah. right. Well, there's one that came up just this morning and I didn't have a chance to forward it on to you because it's so interesting. A name that I did not know. Most people wouldn't. Her name is Sophie Scholl, S C H O L L. Mm -hmm. uh, she was born uh, the 9th of May, 1921. Um, but she dies uh, the 22nd of February, 1943. She's in Germany. Uh, she's a student, and would ordinarily we wouldn't have known anything about her except, of course, with the rise 
of uh, Hitler's uh, Nazi regime, mm-hmm. uh, she and other students began to really question this. And so she, they wrote a pamphlet, and she did, and then she gets caught, and five of these students gets executed. But, and again, it would have been forgotten, except one of those pamphlets makes its way out of uh, Germany to uh, the United Kingdom, and uh, Britain drops millions of these, her writings, into Germany. And uh, one commentator said, you know, we'll never know how many lives might have been saved or plans thwarted because these got into hands that made people think. It mm-hmm. was an outside uh, influence. So maybe she was a uh, someone who was, uh, we would, might call a journalist, but certainly there have been journalists that have died in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But certainly we owe so much to people who have the courage to report and to give us the information we need. It was a great documentary about Sophie Scholl yes. not that long ago. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I like to lift up those kind of people. There's a, another one that, uh, under this theme, I don't know why it just popped up this week, but is um, born May 5th uh, and in 1864, and uh, she lives in 1922. Um, her name's Elizabeth Cochran. At least that's how she's born. But when she is a little girl, um, she uh, reads a story about, you know, what what are women good for? And it's like, well, you're supposed to be child-rearing, and that's about it. And she takes exception, and she mm-hmm. writes in. I wouldn't say a little girl. I guess she was probably in her teens. But she writes into the paper with an impassioned response to this. And the editor is so impressed but doesn't know quite who it is because she's put a, a, a pseudonym of Nellie Bly, mm-hmm. which was... Uh, which from, was a song lyric, wasn't that, it, that's, I think? That's yeah. exactly yep. right, from the fellow who actually wrote uh, The Star-Spangled Banner, and <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> which is interesting. And she, um, uh, so he tries to find out, finds out who it is. She introduces herself, and he says, well, go ahead and write a response. She does. It's so good and so powerful, he offers her a job. So she's working against, now this is the time before women have the right to vote, and uh, there's still ample prejudice against women doing things. So as much as she starts to report on important matters that keep uh, putting her into, oh, we'll report on society pages, report on theater and the arts, Finally, she gets a chance, and she says, send me in to um, this, what was called an insane asylum uh, in Blackwell Island uh, to report on that, because there had been reports of, of, uh, uh, well, I don't know, we'd say atrocities, but certainly uh, injustices, and maybe they were atrocities against the inmates. In some cases, Yeah. yeah. And so she has herself committed, and then she reports on it. Now, this is really, you might say, the first kind of experiential investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and she will do it again, and probably is as well known, for um, uh, a trip around the world. After Jules Verne's novel comes out about around the world in 80 days, she says, I think I can do it faster. <laughs> now, here she is a woman. She does not have a traveling companion. She does this trip by herself makes it in 72 days. Yep. And I think not only that, not only establishes it could be done uh, and shorter and more people keep breaking that record as time goes on, but also establishes the idea of what are women capable of, and that helps change the conversation, as we've talked about many times. Another thing that's kind of important here, we've talked about this in the context of, like, the bicycle and the automobile right. and the bicycle in yes. particular, of how transportation and expanded transportation... Yes. 
technology and opportunities open doors to women and open doors for women's rights movements that wouldn't have existed before because now you have the freedom to move in a way that no one really did before. This is part of that, like the ability to get around the world in 72 days. Like that opens up doors that weren't open before. That's right. And that changes the conversation about what is possible and I think also leads to this decade-long push for women's suffrage, which occurs finally in 1920 when women get the right to vote. And so we all are standing on the shoulders of good people uh, who do good things and stand up uh, for what's right. Do we have uh, Uh, We've got time for one more. Go for it. Um, Well, here's another one that we may not know the name of a lot. Uh, It's May 3rd. Um, she's born in 1898, and we might not have heard about her. She lives to 1987. Uh, she's African-American. She's growing up in the time of, of Jim Crow, and she goes into education. And her name is Septima Poinsett Clark. Mm-hmm. And um, she begins education, but as she sees wage disparity between her as a woman and also African-American versus uh, uh, male counterparts who are white who are doing the same job and yet getting substantially paid more, that this propels her to start looking at this larger issue of it's bigger than just me. This is something systematic. And so she gets involved in civil rights, uh, becomes a person who actually uh, establishes during World War II um, as she begins to teach, especially in the South, about how uh, you can link literacy with citizenship. Now, I think this is a fascinating thing. In fact, Martin Luther King, well, even within the civil rights movement, there was pushback against this woman having such a, an impact, but there was no denying it. She said that these were linked together mm-hmm. and how important it was uh, that we stand up for what's right and to do what's right, and that as education expands, um, that that means that people can learn about what their rights are and stand up for them. And these are really the important ways that history happens in these moments of ordinary people standing up, doing the right thing. And so I celebrate good journalists like you and everybody else here at WCHL and around the world as well. And that is how history matters. Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you.